make him like that anymore. That was Extra Suspicious, Part 4, from Possible Raptor Sympathizer. And truly the saddest story to come from the dark and depressing dance hall industry, Raptor's label, Electro Clash Conscious, made shockwaves when they announced that due to an unread corner of their contract, Possible Raptor Sympathizer had legally agreed to never play together again, after the release of their first album, Evolving Smarter. Not fast enough, fellas. Not fast enough. Special thanks once again to the Stockholm County JCC for sponsoring our Dance for Holland Night. And until next time, this is Anison, and you're listening to Better Radio. In the deep, dark, distant future, long after the Earth's collapse, the human government seeks the truth of what went wrong. To find out, they commission archaeoastronomer ships to travel the stars in search of Frequency Earth. Archaeo astronomer ship AA-23 is exactly one such ship, manned by sleuth of the skies Jeffrey Lutz and the surprisingly effective mouser Sheldon, a Space Amigo 2200. We join the Jeff now at his listening station. Distress signal detected. Hot damn. All hands on deck. Computer, patch it through. Translating distress signal now. Sheldon. What's up? Hey, what's going to your face real big? Distress beacon. If it's fresh and we bring someone on board, I could get a star of light. Star of what now? When you enroll in the academy, they use part of your tuition to subscribe you to Cadet Monthly. Any division with a 100% subscriber rate wins a commendation that comes with a grant. Sounds like easy money to me. How much is the grant? It depends on how many cadets in the division, but it's less than the cost of a subscription, so... Then what's the point? You get a ribbon. It doesn't matter. What matters is each issue has a section with stories of crew saving each other's lives, defying the odds, and being awarded the Star of Light. I'd be in print. My mom would love that. She's probably dead by now. Don't you start. Distress beacon decrypted. It is approximately two months old. Jack Allen, channel number AFOD113. Urgent message, scuttled ship after attack by the French, requesting a pickup. That's all I need to hear. Computer, alter our trajectory to line him up with Docking Bay 94. Sheldon, prepare the sick bay. Uh, put up a banner, something nice, with a lot of colors. I'm going to get down there and meet him. Jeffrey, if you are leaving your station, you may wish to pause the incoming stream of transmissions. And yeah, yeah, uh, I'll take care of it later. I was lying in order to gain your confidence. How is that fortunate for either of us? I mowed my lawn in her wedding dress. Grayfield Studios presents a BJB production of a G. Freeman film, Alameda Sparks and the Call to Justice, Part 13, The March of Dames. You kept me safe, Sparks, just like you promised. Dames like you need protecting, Lily. Any fool can see that. And guys like me, well, I guess we're fools, since protecting dames is what we do best. But you killed the filthy Egyptian that killed my husband. If only there was some way I could repay you. I'm not in this line of work for the money. I'm glad to hear that, Sparks, because all I have to repay you is lead. I'd prefer something a little more intimate. Hey. That's a gun. The same gun that killed my husband. Well, how did you get a hold of that? Let's just say I knew where it was hidden. Huh? 
Because I hid it. You? After the last time I used it. Wait, what? To kill my husband. You killed your husband? But why? For his money. But why would you want to resort to murder? Because I wanted his money. It just doesn't add up. I wanted his money for me. He was going to cut me off, divorce me, and that I would be left without one red cent. And the Egyptian? The man I tricked you into telling the cops was guilty of murdering my husband? It was so simple, Sparks. All I had to do was plant a snow globe with a pyramid in it in my husband's office, and arrange for you to meet the Sicilian in Luz Cafe where he told you his name was Milani, and then pay off your secretary to leave that book of common Egyptian baby names open to the amps in your office, and then use my husband's money to take out a fake billboard across from your office advertising vacation packages to see the pyramids. In Egypt, you did the rest for me. Well, well, there's one little piece of the puzzle you've forgotten. What is it? It's just a hunch, but I'm beginning to suspect evidence may have been planted to lead the investigation astray. Yes, I planted the evidence. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Why not? First I planned to kill my husband, next I killed my husband, then I planted evidence to draw away suspicion that I killed my husband. Just like I planned. Darling, I know a thing or two about a thing or two myself. Let's say you killed your husband. I did, with this gun. Then if you're the murderer, why did you hire a private eye? To make it look like I wanted to find the murderer. But now you say you're the murderer. I am. Sounds like you've wasted a lot of money. Maybe your husband was right. Ugh. Get down, Lily. I've been shot. Get away from the windows. What? What windows? I shot you. I shot you, Sparks. Me. But why? Because you're the only one who knows my secret. That you murdered your husband. Yes. So, oh, this hurts. Why would you, with a gun? Because you could turn me in. To the police. That's right, Al, to the police. But I never got the Egyptian. The police, they don't have him. He's still out there, Lily. You have to watch out. I can take care of myself, and I can take care of you. <clears throat> you can. Oh, that's great. I don't want to alarm you, Lily, but I've been shot. I may require medical attention. My fellow Nebraskans, I'm coming to you today from a place of love in my heart and trust in my mind and soul. And that's why I know you'll agree with me and trust me and believe in me when I bring to you the very important message I'm here to bring to you today. Please vote for me. Please. Oh, please, come on. I'm, go I'm going to need a lot more votes to win this thing. You would not even believe how many votes the other guys got right now. And, and I just, I just, I just, I need this job. I need the benefits. I just, I just bought a new boat. And those things aren't free, you know. Just, please, please vote for me. I, I need you to. And I need you to tell other people around you to vote. Just have them vote, and, and this is really important. When they vote, they need to vote for me. Not that other fail with all the votes. He's got plenty. I don't see why he needs any more votes, really. I, I heard he doesn't even like getting votes. So you vote for me, and everyone wins. So y'all voted for me last time, right? Otherwise, I wouldn't be here today. So just please, please vote for me. Just, uh, okay, you know what? You don't even have to vote for me. In fact, if you weren't going to, why even bother voting? 
why not just take a nice trip down to the supermarket? You can go over, you can get some, you can get frozen meals. Bring them home. See, that's good. You, you could treat yourself to one of those ice creams that makes our state so very proud, too. So, let's go, Nebraska. I would vote for you. I mean, as long as you weren't running for governor or nothing. Or if you were, but I wasn't. I just, I just mean, we have a lot of history together, right, Nebraska? How about, how about you just throw in some votes for old time's sake? Please, please just give a vote to old Mickey Breen. What do you say? Welcome aboard, ship AA-23. As the only human on board, it was I who... Sheldon. What's up? Where's the refugee? He woke up while you were in your great mitten tournament. Where's he now? And why aren't you with him? Nah, he's wandering around. He's fine. He's got a map. Where'd he get a map? I don't have a map. Here you go. Thanks. Why aren't you watching him? A lot of paperwork to fill out for one of those stars of light, you know. Really? Hey, thanks, buddy. He didn't say where he was going. He didn't say that. He said he was hungry, and he said he ran out of rations over a week ago, and he said he'd never eaten fresh seafood in his life. So the cafeteria. Wait, fresh seafood? The aquarium. No, those fish are for science. Welcome to the ship's aquarium. Thanks, toots. Ah, this is the life. Um, you shouldn't be fishing in here. And uh, what do you know? Oh, here we go. Yeah, there's a fish. Unhand that fish. Who are you supposed to be? As the only human on board this vessel, it was I that gave the order to rescue you. I should be welcoming you to AA-23, but I need you to stop fishing. Come on, buddy. Why else would you have fishing rods on board? Where did you... <sighs> I don't know. We have a lot of stuff. But I do know that these fish haven't been, uh, fished for generations. They have no instinct for detecting or avoiding entrapment. Sweet! You've caught a lunker. Good work. What? Um, I mean, throw that back. Come on, get down from there. What happened to you? Where are you from? Sheldon, make sure you get all this for the, uh, for the official report. The sure thing, the Jeff. The Jeff, glad to meet you. You can call me EJ. I'm a castaway from the recon ship Douglas Fur. Real shame those Douglas Fur guys. Real pleasure to work with. Real pleasure. I'm just lucky to have gotten away, but that's me for you. Enviably lucky, that's what I am. Enviably lucky. So how'd you get away? Come on, come on, let's get out of here. I just so happened to be maintaining and upgrading the ship's life rafts when the attack came. What attacked you? I never even found out. Which is a shame because of my natural curiosity and my aptitude for telling stories. I would have been the ideal eyewitness for command, I would have. It'd be a grisly business, but they'd say I was a real pleasure to work with. But they let you get away, huh? It was because I got out of there as soon as the alarms went off. Good thing, too, because if I waited for a bunch of these other suckers to get in, I probably would have run out of rations. I'll tell you, a guy could go just plain nuts eating that many bags of soup. But it's sure better than having not enough to go around. Who, boy? You sure it wasn't a prank? Sheldon tried to launch me out of an escape pod once. Say, this is a real fine ship you got here. Real fine, real fine. Where is everyone? You're not a cannibal, are you? I wouldn't want you eating me after I made it out of lifeboat in one piece. <laughs> I'd like to think I'd be delicious, but let's not find out, okay? <laughs> no, we're from the science division. Well, the computer runs most of the experiments, but they need a human to be able to sort out the intercepted transmission. Say, you got any snacks up here? No, that's just wiring. Leave that alone. Here, have a seat. You're lucky we were sub-lighted in this sector. We just happen to be getting here in time for a transmission sequence Command was interested in. Here's what's coming in right now. 
yourself. Cut it out. You my mirror. You my arm bar. This week on the podcast, Russell's out sick, so we're going to skip our weekly Rocket Fizz roundup. I'll just say I found my bottle of Tuber Fizz, the potato soda, to be a delight. But we'll have to wait till next time to get Russman's review of Tubercola. Now joining me is longtime friend of the show, Johan Strauss. Hey, what does this dial do? Hey, careful. Oh, no, no, I got it. Back off, man. I'm an astronomer. I'm just saying, I think it's a little bit odd that the formative implications at work in a larger text suggest that the narrator is attracted to the woman in question not because she is pretty, but because she walks everywhere. Pretty woman sitting on her ass just doesn't have the same ring to it. Fits the meter, but not the rhyme. Well, of course, Orbison was forced to change the opening stanza under pressure from his label. You'll notice original lyrics that remain in later verses include Stop a while, don't walk on by, and don't walk away. But you've brought a recording of the original master with the deleted lyrics, is that right? That's right. Your listeners will want to turn up the volume for the most famous expurgated couplet in rock and roll. Bend over, yeah, like that. Have a seat, yeah, and a snack. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Okay, no problem, Bob. I could do this. We, hey, we could probably do it together. It's probably lonely out here by yourself, huh? Sounds like it was you that was lucky to find me just now. Damn it, you can't monkey with that while we're doing the initial recording. We'll lose the feed. What do you think Azimuth is for? And stop boosting the squelch. You think he was a safety inspector for a competing airline? Most ironic indeed, isn't it? You're nuts. None of this stuff is anywhere in there. What makes you think you know better than the actual author? Well, I am published in a number of important journals. Daisy. Daisy. What the double hell are you doing? Plug that back in. Look, dude, everyone I've worked with, they're like, EJ, you are the man. So ask them, hey, who's EJ? They're like, the man. You know why? Because the man's got the power. He's got the control. He's got the keys. Sheldon, will you get up here, please? Whoa, 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 come on, bro, no hard feelings. I'm just saying, if you're gonna beg me to stay on this ship and help you with this thing, we're gonna play by my rules. Rule number one, we've got to get along, man. I can't have you acting so hostile all the time. Look, I like you, that's a compliment. Now it's your turn. Tell me I'm a pleasure to work with. What's it? Say it. A pleasure to what? Are you on the drugs? Say it. Hey, who was poking around in that storage area? There's dust everywhere. Say it. That's enough out of you. Thank you. Can we get him back to sick bay? Maybe tie him to something down there? Yeah, geez, Madria, where did these cables come from? People couldn't live in it, but I think it's worth the money and the hurt. You never forget. It's like riding a slutty bicycle. George is working the grapevine machine. Get going. Four hands working the grapevine machine. That may or may not be true.
may or may not be that may or may, or may not, not be true. That may or may not be true. That may or may not be true. I thought I told you to tie him to something. I did. He dragged the bed out of the sick bay. Hey, what do you think you're doing? I think I'm about to blow a turkey. Yeah! Yay! Hey, dude, what's with all the lanes? You never throw up the same pins twice? I'm not sure. I mean, I, I guess it must be for some kind of experiment. I usually stick to the one on the end with the bumpers. Hey, where'd the bed go? I didn't want to wake up the zebra, so I left it in the zebra habitat. What? Where did you find that? Please tell me you weren't hunting zebra. Hey, boss, you should probably see this. Can't it wait? I'm not letting EJ out of my sight. I'm on it. Hey, I'm Briocho. Um... Relax, I'm not gonna shock you. Okay. Yeah, I wanted your help. Ah, they always come around. To the master. What can I do you for, Broham? Well, I've got this messenger box here. Nobody's ever solved it or heard the message. It probably just contains the coordinates for a planet full of treasure. No big deal. Whoa, give it here. Now, are you sure this is yours? It wasn't in my escape pod somewhere? Docking Bay 94 is where we keep the treasure hunting kits. Let me know if you need one. Yeah, you'll be the first to know, buddy. Let's see, maybe if we rotate the cube precisely 180 degrees and then slide back this lid, there we go, and here's a step that Simpleton never would have figured out. I'll just press this red button here and... Presto. Don't you tell me what the big deal is about Hummers? I was in a rental car place once, and the person in front of me needed to rent a Hummer Apparently because they work two jobs. This someone looked like a civilian. They didn't appear to be in any way connected with the military. What did they need a damn Hummer for? Honestly, I don't understand what the appeal is behind Hummers. Jeeps actually have a practical civilian use. But Hummers? They're big, they're ugly, they only come in two colors, and they're expensive. Unless you're Batman or have a small I fail to see the need for Hummers in civilian life. Or maybe it's a status symbol. I seem to remember seeing the first Hummers being sold for civilians after the summer of 1996 when Sean Connery drove one in The Rock. And if that is the case, I might finally start to hate Michael Bay even more than a friend of mine does. Hey, I solved your dumb cube. I got the message. It's pretty obvious to me where the treasure is, so I'll just let you listen too so you can feel like you helped here. That won't be necessary, friend. Hey, what's he doing here? And why is my ship in here? Where are the treasure hunting kids? Did you just hug my head? We were just looking at this escape pod here. The paint looks pretty fresh. I told you, I was maintaining the pod when we were attacked. And there were these symbols under the insignia for the Douglas fur. The symbols match the former Class C luxury cruiser Bloody Lou's stake ship. Former? According to Wikipedia, all hands were lost after a grease fire broke out on board and no escape pods could be launched. So, what's that got to do with me? So how come you've got one of those pods? You're some kind of bloody loser, aren't you? I may have been in charge of the escape pods, too. I have a lot of responsibilities, you know? I'll bet. I don't like where this is going. Hey, let go- Ah! Stop! Let go of me! Hey! You let go of me! This isn't very Amigo-like. This is why people don't like robots, you know? I should report you to the OSPCA! We loaded you up with a few fresh crates of bagged soup. So it's really the least you could do to give back the bowling pin in your jacket. Take it! That won't even scratch me. Yeah, I'm made of molybdenum. Your mom has made him a lived in him. I'm not sure he knows where robots come from. Launching escape pod. 
You know, launching your rescuee back into space might hurt your chances for that star of light. Hey, I like how you added our insignia to his hull. I think he's gonna rack up a lot of stamps before he gets home. If you don't mind my saying so, he was not a pleasure to work with. Frequency Earth, Star of Light, was written and directed by Rob Schultz. And produced by Russell August Anderson. With additional writing by Russell August Anderson and Joe Holler. Featuring the vocal talents of G. Maximilian Zaru, Nicola Clark, Rob Schultz, Jack Allison, Aaron McGathy, Kenny Beck, Gabriel Diani, Nick Mandernock, Dylan Rohde, Dan Waters, Johnny Schwartzbein, and me, Tim Greer. With original music by Darius Holbert and Rob Schultz. And Z-Rob. Special thanks to DAP Central. This radio program, like so much of creation, is not art. Tape operator Rocco Alloy.